Hey, y'all. Real quick before I hit play on this episode of Familypreneur for you, I want to be sure that you know that I have a brand new podcast available for you to check out. It's called Just Marketing, and you can find it on this podcast platform. Go ahead and search for Just Marketing and hit subscribe so you don't miss anything. Then come back here and listen to this episode of Familypreneur. It'll still be here waiting for you. Welcome to Familypreneur, the podcast for parent entrepreneurs raising kidpreneurs. It's time for your weekly dose of inspiration and actionable tips to build your business and find better balance, all while strengthening your family. And now we'd like to introduce your host. She's my mom and the bomb.com, Meg Brunson. Welcome to episode number two of the Familypreneur podcast. In this episode, you will learn the number one piece of advice for pursuing entrepreneurship from the perspective of each of our first 12 guests. Then over the course of the next few weeks, you'll have the opportunity to listen to their full interviews. First, I'd like to introduce Angela Ferrari. Angela is an artist, children's book author, and illustrator based in Portland, Maine. She is the creator and host of the Story Spectacular podcast. Angela grew up in the mountains of western Maine. Living in a rural setting, she developed a talent for finding creative ways to play and captivate her imagination. She has since expanded her artistic endeavors, writing and illustrating three children's books. Most recently, Angela has launched Story Spectacular, a children's story podcast featuring original stories and classic retellings. Hi, Angela. What would your number one piece of advice be for a parent pursuing entrepreneurship or for a new entrepreneur? I would say that whatever you have inside of you, whatever story you have to tell or creative venture you have, just go for it. I mean, there's no excuse nowadays with all of the advantages we have with technology. You can not only you know, write a book or make your own website. Not only do you have the tools to pursue, but you also have the tools to promote. Angela hit the nail on the head. Technology has made it easier than ever to monetize our passions. With the internet, we can create our storefront via a website, leverage social media for affordable marketing solutions, and research just about any question that we have. Now let's hear from Michaela. Michaela Quinn is a wife, mom, teacher, lifelong learner, and the founder of the Live Free Mama movement. She helps moms launch their freelance businesses using the skills they already have so that they can have more freedom, flexibility, and financial stability to be the mom they want to be. Hi, Michaela. What advice do you have for new entrepreneurs? Just one thing. And this is something that I follow and it's actually up on my wall. I'm in my office right now and I wanted this to be like filled with inspirational and like happy thoughts. One of the phrases that I have been hearing from Dana Malstaff, it comes up in like all of her stuff on her podcast and in her group and at the boss mom retreat I went to is this idea of done, not perfect. So if you're starting out and you are launching your freelance business, whatever services you are going to offer, just start, like get it out there. You don't have to have a website. You don't have to have a business page. You just have to kind of have that 
at the very beginning, that clarity of what you're offering and start telling people. That's great advice, Michaela. It's easy to get overwhelmed with all of the things we think we need to do before we launch a business. But it's important to remember that you don't need to be perfect right out of the gate. You should not compare yourself to businesses who have been established for years. Everyone has to start somewhere, and you don't need all the things right now. Focus on one thing at a time and allow yourself to grow from there. Stacy Brookman has a great piece of advice to add as well. Stacy is a resilience and life storytelling expert, and she produces the Real Life Resilience podcast. Her mission is to tell stories of recovery from life's most difficult trauma and provide tools for resiliency for both kids and adults. Hey, Stacy, what is your top piece of advice? Start small. You don't have to quit your job. I, you know, haven't yet quit my corporate job. I'm hoping to this next upcoming year. But, you know, just go ahead and start. Start small. Make a lot of mistakes. That's okay. Make the mistakes when you're small. Like I've tried to do some Facebook lives and and YouTube lives. And it took me a while before. It took me a lot of, you know, people were saying there's no sound. Oh, no. It took me a while before I got the right formula. But you, you do it and do it when you're small and you can find that time. I take a lunch where, you know, a lot of people in corporate world don't take lunches. They just work right through. You know what? That's my time. I'm going to take it. I'm going to step away from my desk and I'm going to work on my business. I, I think that's what everybody can and should do because the economy, the way the economy is going is go, more freelancers, more entrepreneurs, and you know, you're giving yourself a boost uh, for the future. Great addition, Stacy. Mistakes and even failures are essential steps to success. We have to make mistakes in order to learn and improve. As moms, it can also be really hard to make time for ourselves, but I love how you found a way to carve time out of your lunch break to work on your business a little bit each day. A side hustle can not only provide a great escape away from the mundane corporate world or even from our kids, it's a way to pursue our passions and it sparks the possibility for financial freedom in the future. Susie Parker is our next guest and she also works a corporate job alongside managing her successful business. Susie is a certified sleep consultant and the founder of Sleep Baby Love, Child Sleep Consulting. She's a been there, done that mom of two beautiful girls who have had her deal with many sleep challenges head on. Through personalized consulting and online courses, Susie helps many exhausted families teach their babies, toddlers, and preschoolers to love sleep. Welcome, Susie. What is your number one piece of advice for parents pursuing entrepreneurship? It ain't easy, but it's worth it. Um, So I think that like I found a business that I actually created where I was able to start with a lower investment. I mean, I didn't obviously have to create a product or anything. I had a website and I was able to, through word of mouth, get my first clients. So that was a pretty 
good opportunity if you can find something like that without spending a ton of investment into branding or you know, courses at that point, just start your business. And then once you have clients and you have money coming in, figure out where you want to invest it. Um, you know, I think that getting rich happens for a lot of people, but it doesn't happen for everyone. And I think by these, you know, make a million dollars in a year, you'd have to have a really premium price service. And if you're selling to a mom, I don't know necessarily that that's always the best service. So you have to really figure out where you want to go and and don't get jealous of other people's success. Yes, it's definitely worth it. There are so many entrepreneurs who work full-time jobs while they're building the foundations of their side hustle. Starting a business with as little of an investment as possible is really great advice. And then once you start making money, you can reinvest it into expanding and growing your business. I also love that you mentioned not getting jealous of other people's success. Focus on improving yourself continuously and definitely draw inspiration from others, but know that people will follow you for being you. Next, let's hear from Vicky Deluzio. Vicky echoes some of Susie's advice and then adds her own perspective to it. Vicki is a blogging and homeschooling mom of three living in Surprise, Arizona, a suburb of Phoenix. Her and her husband are both entrepreneurs, and she often and actively involves her children in her business. Hey, Vicki, thanks for joining us. What's your best advice for someone thinking of starting their own business? You definitely have to know that you're not going to make money right off the bat, unless you have an incredible, amazing idea, like the percentage of that actually happening is so low. I mean, watch Shark Tank, for instance, like the people who are on Shark Tank, they have struggled for years and years, you know, um, and they don't live the high life. So, you know, realize that whatever you're starting out with, it's not going to go zero to 60. You need to be prepared with both, especially like health insurance, you know, look up your options for that, have savings have a plan in place and know that you might have to work part-time or someone might have to work part-time, you know, just to make the ends meet. Don't go into severe debt, (laughs) you know, because it's a hard hole to climb out of. And, you know, the stress of of debt, it can be horrible on a family. You know, make sure you have a plan in place. Make sure you have some savings set aside. Uh, That would be my advice. As I mentioned before, there are many entrepreneurs who start their businesses alongside a full-time job, and a perk to that is it allows them to maintain the benefits of full-time employment like health insurance. Some people may hope to leave their corporate job someday, while others are content with balancing both on more of a long-term basis. In either situation, self-employment provides a safety net in case Something out of your control happens with your corporate job, but it's definitely important to plan for things like savings and health insurance before you leave your job completely. Next, I'd like to welcome Kiki. Kiki is my 10-year-old daughter who you met in episode one, and I'd like to remind you about the advice she indicated that she would give to her little sister who recently indicated an interest in starting her own business. Hey, Kiki, what advice would you offer your sister, or any of your friends, really, if they told you that they wanted to start their own business? 
I would start telling them about my business and how my business works, and we can work a little on both of our businesses together. So I can like help her and teach her most of the stuff. I think that would be pretty helpful. Like me telling her, like, if you want a website, maybe you should do this or that. Yeah, I think I can pretty much help people by doing that. So it sounds like what you would do if your sister or friend wanted to start a business is try to figure out a way that you could work together. So like teamwork and help them figure things out along the way. So it's, you know, it's almost like you'd want to be a coach to them, kind of like I've been a business coach to you. Is that right? Yeah. So you think that you would just like to be a friend and help them through their questions and their problems in the best ways that you can. Yeah, I want to try and help them. So, yeah. What happens if you don't know an answer? Then what will you do? Maybe I would ask my business coach, since she knows a lot more than me. (laughs) That's a good idea. Kiki is really on to something. She understands, even at a young age, that it takes a village. She is able to identify that she needs help and support from other, more experienced business owners in order to grow her business, and that she can extend her knowledge and expertise to other entrepreneurs who are not quite where she is yet. It's this concept of building a tribe or forming a mastermind group that Lisa Bat-Lacoy also explores with us. Lisa is a speaker, actor, dancer, and host of the Superpower You podcast. She speaks on the future of education and has been featured in over a hundred film and television roles. And though she began dancing late in life, she holds a world title in Pro-Am American Rhythm Ballroom Dance. Lisa's parents were both entrepreneurs. She married an entrepreneurial husband, and her experiences with education and entrepreneurship have influenced her approach on homeschooling her children. Hi, Lisa. What is your number one piece of advice for entrepreneurs? We need a tribe. We need connections. We need support. And one of the things I notice in our current life is that people often feel isolated. I have the belief that it is, if you feel isolated, it is on you. It is a possibility for you. And it is the tools are in place for you to go out and create a community for yourself. The key thing I'd say about building community and making connections with people is that it's possible for everyone to do. And the key thing is to look at what you need and what you what kind of support you want. And if you can scratch your own itch and, you know, meet your own need and then bring other people into that, you probably will be both contributing greatly to people in ways that they will appreciate And at the same time, you'll synergistically be building the support network that you need for yourself. It's definitely easy to feel isolated, both as a parent and as an entrepreneur. While I think in-person networking and support networks are really important, it's also important to keep in mind that technology makes it totally possible to find virtual support as well. Having a tribe or forming a mastermind group with other entrepreneurs who are at a similar place in their business is a great way to collaborate 
and find success together. Now, Monique Parker is an academic life coach, author, and public speaker. She empowers and equips teens and young adults to experience success in school and in life while preparing them for adulthood. Monique shares her number one piece of advice, both for parents and for teens and young adults. Welcome, Monique. What advice do you have for exploring entrepreneurship? So I'm going to get a twofold because, you know, obviously uh, my heart is for the young people. No, that's good. Give us, give us two answers, parent perspective and kiddo perspective. Parent perspective would be to remember that your child is a little person. These are people that you are developing. And as a parent entrepreneur, just like you would spend so much time in building your business, it is your responsibility and should be your duty, your choice, your love, and your passion to build up your young people into being responsible adults. I love that. For teens, young adults, I would say to walk to your own beat. Do not feel like you have to be like everybody else. Give yourself grace. Give yourself love for yourself to realize that you were innately born with special gifts to help the world, help the masses, which in turn would benefit you and bless you. So I would say to you as young people to find your path, find it early and shine bright in that area and do it because you want to do it and because you love to do it and because you love yourself enough that you want to be the best that you can be. Don't feel like you have to be in the box, parents and teens. They don't have to be doctors and they don't have to be lawyers. Find what your child is naturally gifted at and help them make a business off of that and thrive off of that. I love Monique's perspective. Whether you have yourself or your child in mind, we all have special gifts, and those translate into marketable skills. Our paths are all going to look different because they're all beginning and ending in different places. And it's important to remember that there is no need to follow someone else's path. Even success looks differently to different people. And Sherry Bevan agrees. Sherry is a former global head of IT services in an international law firm. She now runs The Confident Mother, an independent coaching practice. Sherry has been running her own business since 2012 and works as an author, coach, and speaker. She specializes in helping ambitious women get clear on what they really want, then find the confidence to take action and move forward in their career or business. Hi, Sherry. What is the best advice you have for parent entrepreneurs? Oh, I think my number one piece of advice is the more you can be you and be uniquely and unapologetically you, then the better things will be. And just be yourself because nobody else can be you in the same way as you can. That's really great, Sherry. We did touch on this a little bit earlier as well. Just be you. Don't worry about the competitors in your niche. Don't worry about trying to make everyone like you. So identify your passion, build your business, and let your personality shine through. You are what sets your business apart from the competition. 
Sarah Humes dives deeper into self-reflection with her advice. Although Sarah's relatively new to the business world, she has been doing the wife and mom thing for about 13 years now. She's married to her husband, David, and they and their children bravely entered the business world with a company called Encourage Living. Their mission? To help people do brave things every day. Hey, Sarah, what is your best advice for entrepreneurs? I would truly encourage anybody getting into business, parent or not parent, to make sure you know what your core values are. Knowing what you stand for, what you believe in. I think when you go to make big changes in your life, and I know for me, my business was a huge change in lifestyle, how to run my family, how to run my household. Knowing what my core values are, they give me an anchor to come back to. Just the other day, I kind of had one of those moments where I felt like the household was kind of falling apart. Learning how to run a household and a business is a lot of work. But I had my core values to come back to, and I knew that I didn't want to yell at the people in my household because kindness is a core value in our household. And I knew that I wanted to get my household back in order because hospitality is one of our core values. You know what I mean? Like, I have those core values to come back to, and knowing what they are just always is an anchor for me. They, they anchor my business, they anchor my family, and they anchor me personally. Once you know what your core values are, they can help give you a mission statement in your business, in your family, and they have just helped propel me along every step of the way. Knowing that about myself has just given me purpose, and I think that that is just one of the the most important things you can do. I really like that, Sarah. Our family doesn't have identified core values at this point but it's officially a project on my to-do list. The past couple pieces of advice have really focused on being you, being unique, identifying your passions and values. And once you've identified where your strengths really lie, Kat Stansick has some advice for you. Kat is known for her tough love approach that gets clients into focused action so that they can get out of overwhelm and create big results with significantly less effort. She works with high-achieving entrepreneurs who want to stop focusing on the glorified six- and seven-figure marks and finally enjoy a profitable, balanced business. Kat is the founder of Action Incubator, a sought-after speaker and best-selling author of Seven Principles, for a more productive and fulfilling life. Hey, Kat, can you share your number one piece of advice with us? You don't have to do everything in your business. I know that, especially for new entrepreneurs, you know what, at any stage of the game, this is true. You do not have to do everything in your business. You get focused on the things you need to do, stay in your brilliance and delegate the rest of that, right? So I know there's like three different pieces of advice, but they kind of link into each other puzzle piece wise. But ultimately, you are not supposed to do everything in your business. Stay in your swim lane. Stay in your brilliance, right? That's where you enjoy playing. Do that. Don't concede and do stuff that you don't necessarily are, you know, that you aren't great at doing. Have someone else who's great at doing it, do it. Outsource, delegate. Yeah, baby. As entrepreneurs and moms, we're always trying to do it all. But it doesn't have to be that way. It shouldn't be that way. Much in the same way as we talked about finding a tribe and masterminding, 
It's okay to delegate tasks to others and even outsource elements of your business. This allows you to have better focus on the things that you're best at. Oftentimes, you can even outsource the things you just don't like doing, and that will help you be more efficient within your business. If you've been counting, you know that there is one piece of advice left, and it comes from Hannah B. King. Hannah is an offbeat, sunshine and sea-loving mama of two, an intuitive success mentor for creative entrepreneurial mamas, and a wild traveling gypsy at heart. She has been an avid student of some of the best spiritual teachers, thought leaders, and intuitive healers around the world for the past 15 years. She is now on a mission creating a movement of modern-day mamas, collectively inspired on their journey of radical transformation and quantum growth, guiding them to create their dream-desired lifestyle on their own terms. She spends her time tromping in waterfalls with her family or camping on the beaches on her island home of Maui, Hawaii. Hey, Hannah, what is your number one piece of advice for our listeners? I feel like there's one word that I have brought with me through my journey into becoming a mama. Um, I had a very unusual entry into motherhood. Then being pregnant, giving birth, becoming a mama, and then the role of parenthood, and then now raising my business. There's one word that has always been, I think, the ultimate saving grace in that is surrender because we want to hold on so tight to how we think something should go. And when we let go and when we surrender and allow things to occur, even if it's the really sucky stuff, even if it's like, I'm miserable, (laughs) but just surrender and allow things to occur versus the the tight grip on it's got to be just this way. Um, you know, this can apply to everything from pregnancy, birth, motherhood, business, all the things, money, relationships, everything. It's just, we have these ideas and we want to be, we want to feel like we're in control of how they, how they go. And I just, I think it's the one thing that I tell everybody, which is just let go and surrender and let let things occur and see what unfolds for you. Is it always easy? Absolutely not. But surrender is key to anything, to any growth that we want in our lives. So I would say that would be the biggest number one. And one more thing, which would be to give yourself grace and to be kind to yourself. Because whether you're raising a business and you're doing an entrepreneurial endeavor or you're raising your family, it is big work. It is hard work and it is beautiful, magical work, but it is not going to be enjoyable if we are beating ourselves up. So give yourself kindness and love and respect. And when you're struggling with that, imagine yourself as your, as your children. Imagine how you love your children. You might want to like scream at them and shake them sometimes because they're like driving you crazy, but ultimately then you just want to hug them and you want to love them. And that's how we have to treat ourselves. That's like the little girl or the little boy in us. They just need love. 
we just need love. So be willing to, you know, when you're really wanting to beat yourself up, look at yourself as if you look at your children. It's just pure love. And that will get you through everything. Can I just say how amazing it has been to work with these 12 women to put not only this value-packed episode together, but to put together each of the first 13 episodes of the Familypreneur podcast. You'll find this episode and the show notes at megbrunson.com slash two. We'll also post a list of topics and dates on which the individual episodes for each of our guests will be launching. Last episode, in episode number one, I introduced you to my own story and the inspiration for this podcast. Plus, I welcomed my daughter to the podcast to discuss her business. In the next episode, we will explore freedom, flexibility, and financial stability with Michaela Quinn. Michaela will explain why she left her teaching career and what it means to be a virtual assistant, including who is a good candidate for VA work, and the process to get your business started pretty much immediately. If you have a friend that could benefit from listening to this podcast, please share it with them, and make sure you subscribe so that you don't miss any of the future episodes. Don't miss my mom's next episode. Bye.